0: This morning's scripture is our last scripture from Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. It's from Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 29. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on a rock. The rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on the house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on a rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell, and great was was its fall. Now when Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as their scribes. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of this word. The key to any healthy relationship is communication. Now, Russ and I have been working very hard at communicating with one another over the years. But like any couple, we have had our moments. Honey, will you please go switch the laundry over from the washer to the dryer? sure two hours later i go to put a new load of laundry in the washer russ you didn't switch the laundry over did you ask me to switch the laundry yes and you responded to me Well, when Russ started working in restaurants, he brought home a kitchen trick that basically (laughs) saved our marriage. When someone in the kitchen is asked to do something, they say, heard, and then they repeat whatever they have been asked to do. So, chef says, fire steak, medium rare. Response is, heard, fire steak. This simple act of repeating the task helps the person consciously digest what they have heard, so they are then able to go and do whatever they have been asked to do. Because we all know that there is a big difference between hearing and doing. Russ heard me ask him to switch the laundry over because he said, sure, he heard me say words to him. But that didn't translate into him actually doing the things. And so this trick is an active listening skill that has helped save our marriage. For the past nine weeks, we have studied this Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. We've heard Jesus describe what it looks like to follow him and live in God's kingdom here on earth. A kingdom that is in many ways opposite to the current reality in which we live. But in his sermon, Jesus wasn't describing some far-off wish for us. He was inviting the crowd back then and us now into this upside-down kingdom of God, inviting us into this new way of doing things so that God might turn this upside-down world right-side up. Jesus said, "'Be the salt and the light of the world.'" Don't retaliate, but turn the other cheek. Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Jesus said, focus on God rather than the temptations that are right in front of you. Don't worry about tomorrow, Jesus said, but trust in God's goodness today. Don't judge others, but live with humility and compassion. Treat one another as God treats you. We've heard Jesus say these things. We've studied them over the past nine weeks. But now the challenge is what do we do with all of this? The message paraphrases today's scripture like this. Jesus said, These words I speak to you are not incidental additions to your life, homeowner improvements to your standard of living. They are foundational words, words to build a life on. If you work these words into your life, you are like a smart carpenter who built his house on solid rock. Rain poured down, the river flooded, and a tornado hit, but nothing moved that house. It was fixed to the rock. But if you just use my words in Bible studies and don't work them into your life, Jesus said, you are like a stupid carpenter. Very serious, who built his house on a sandy beach. When a storm rolled in and waves came up, it collapsed like a house of cards. When Jesus concluded his address, the crowd burst into applause. They had never heard teaching like this. It was apparent that he was living everything he was saying. Quite a contrast to their religion teachers. This was the best teaching that they had ever heard. Jesus ends his sermon by saying, these words I speak to you are not incidental additions to your life, homeowner improvements to your standard of living. They are foundational words, words to build a life on. And Jesus lived these words in his life. In Palestine, when a house was built during the dry season, the house seemed secure until the fall storms came. Then the rain and the wind and the floods that gushed down the dry valley, they would essentially dissolve the sand foundation and destroy the house, while the house that was built on a rock, that would stand or or, or firm ground, would stand secure. Now, although the builders thought that they were doing fine in the present by building on the sand, because it seemed firm at that moment, only the one who built for that coming stormy season in mind, only they were secure. So in Jesus' parable, the difference between this wise and this foolish builder is not intellect— because you can be very smart and also not very smart at the same time. It's, what, it's this insight, this wise that Jesus is talking about, is this insight into what Jesus' words mean for their lives. Are they willing to hear Jesus' words as the revelation of God's will and then act on them? Sometimes this Sermon on the Mount can just seem like a big, long to-do list that we must accomplish in order for, to receive God's love and forgiveness in our lives. But that's actually backwards. We do these things. What the Sermon on the Mount calls us to do, what Jesus calls us to do, because God loves us and we believe that God's love not only can transform us, but can transform the world, and that we have a part to play in that transformation. Jesus is calling us to live counterculturally, not the way the world wants us to live or expects us to live but rather to live transformed because of the way that we have been loved and forgiven by God. But now that question remains, what are we going to do with it? Have have you heard these things but not really paid attention to it? Responding, sure, Jesus, but then going along with your life as if you haven't heard it? Or are you going to say, Heard Jesus, love my enemies. Heard Jesus, don't worry, trust you've got this. Heard Jesus, don't judge, love others. And then actually go and do it. In this time of holy disturbance, we have the opportunity to rebuild our lives. Will we rebuild on this solid foundation of Jesus and his teachings? Or will we rebuild on something that looks firm, That that looks like dry, packed, firm sand, but then will crumble when the storms of life come? When, Lord help us, a pandemic hits. Will we acknowledge where we have fallen short? been consumed by what this world tells us or wants us to do, knowing that it's not what God wants for us? Will we repent, which is to turn toward God and to live into what God has for us, to live out these teachings of Jesus in our daily lives so that we might be transformed and so the world might be transformed? Today, we have the opportunity to participate in Holy Communion. Now, it's not the way we would normally do it. We uh, will be in our parking lot, in our lawn chairs, with our Mass together. But God's redeeming Spirit is still present in that situation, in our midst communion is a way that we are able to reset our lives, to turn towards God so that we can build our lives focused on God. There are still spots available at the noon worship service, and so if you haven't already signed up, I encourage you to grab your mask, grab some juice and some bread or crackers, and join us in the parking lot come and celebrate holy Communion with us because it's one way that you can you can say, heard Jesus, be a wise builder today. Glory to God.